0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: OBEHAVE is brought to you by Swipe Itz. Literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. Go to SwipeItz.com. S-W-I-P-E-T-S dot com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore. The show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. <coughs> Arden Moore.
0: Welcome to the O Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guests today are teaming it up to hit the right notes for shelter animals. What they are doing is really making a difference in saving the lives of cats and dogs. And you know what folks that's just pure music to my ears. I want you all to give pause and applause to Grammy winning musician, actor and band leader Paul Schaefer and his talented daughter Victoria. Hey guys, welcome to the show.
2: Hi.
3: Hi, we're thrilled to be on the show and what can I say, don't all applaud at once.
0: Okay, the fan roars. Uh, How's that? There you go. Yes, that is the Paul Schaefer on the air, the band leader on The Late Show with David Letterman. And he's also a proud papa because he's partnering with his daughter, Victoria. I'm very
3: proud of my daughter, Victoria, who is uh, in the business herself. Oh. Uh,
2: Or at least trying to be.
0: You go, girl. You go, girl. (laughs) Well, we're going to learn a little bit more about Victoria's stellar career coming and more about this campaign. It's called The Shelter Pet Project and also what life is like living with four adorable shelter dogs named Riley, Jake, Rue, and Echo right after we pay for this show by taking a commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back.
1: Come back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back.
0: Pause up! I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent-pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? Right, Murphy? And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding.
1: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. O behave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets now back to your fetching host america's pet edutainer arden moore
0: welcome back to the behave show on pet life radio i'm your host arden moore i gotta confess listeners my musical talents are quite limited I did play the glockenspiel in high school, and I sing in my SUV only when I'm driving solo. But you listeners are in for a real treat. On our show today is the Paul Schaefer and the Victoria Schaefer. This is a creative, can-do, father-daughter team, and they're determined to find harmonious homes for sheltered dogs and cats. And i got to say, I'm I'm very honored that you both could be here on the show today.
2: Thank you for having us.
3: Yes, thank you for having us. We are... um ideal proponents of this concept of adopting and rescuing dogs because when Victoria, well, Victoria lives on her own in, in the city of Manhattan now, Manhattan, New York, but when she was home with us up in Westchester, she spearheaded a campaign for us to adopt two uh, shelter dogs, <laughs> one from the um, North Shore Animal, oh, Animal League. Right oh, I know
2: that way. group. Yeah, they're a nice group, yeah. Yeah, and the other one is from PetFinder.com.
0: Oh, great, great. So is this Rue and Echo, or is this Jake yes, this, and Riley?
2: This is our first two dogs, Riley first, and then Jake like a year
3: later. It's about six years ago, I think, or so, right, Victoria? Yeah,
2: somewhere else. So let's talk
0: about the first two, because you were dogless for a while, weren't you, Paul?
3: Well, yes, we were. You know, to tell you the truth, we attempted to get a number of dogs from breeders, And it didn't work out. We ended up giving these dogs back. Uh, For whatever reason, it just didn't work out. Okay. Uh, But we really wanted dogs, and both our kids wanted dogs. Victoria has a little brother named William. He's six years her junior. And when we got the first dog, uh, Riley, from the North Shore Animal League, it was really love at first sight. And Riley turned out to be uh, just the sweetest thing with the cutest personality. And uh, so it was only a small step to get the second dog, (laughs) Jake. We came big, happy family.
0: Well, the Victoria, tell me a little bit about Riley. I think I was looking around, is Riley a, like a lab beagle mix?
2: Yeah, she's exactly a lab beagle mix. She ended up being on the larger side, more of a lab. <laughs> okay. Um, when we thought she was going to be beagle size, but that didn't really deter us. And she was our first dog. She's the one I like had to beg for.
0: I really Good for you. Really
2: wanted a dog so badly, and then I convinced my brother, who was very young at the time, that he wanted a dog. So, <laughs> uh, so big sister power. Yeah, and then with the internet, we just like searched and found dogs, and we would like email my mom links to dogs. What about this one? Even though she hadn't agreed that we were actually going to get a dog yet. That's how you guys did it. And yeah, and, they're
0: a team, man. You got to watch out for yeah. them. How old were you when you got the first dog, Victoria?
2: Maybe 12 or 13.
0: Okay, okay.
2: And now I'm 20, so.
0: Okay, so so uh, uh, Riley's getting to be a senior.
2: Yeah, she's about 8 or so, 8 or 9. Okay. They don't really know the dog's birthdays. That's the problem, so we don't know exactly how old she is. Well, it's We're kind of like 20.
0: the celebrities in Hollywood, you know. They never tell us their age mm-hmm. anyway, so she's a celebrity yeah. dog.
2: Somewhere in the pu- We got her sometime when she was a puppy, but we don't know. She was a little bit of a larger puppy when we got her. And then, so we drove up somewhere in Connecticut to get her, and then my mom kind of got into the whole dog thing, and she was like, we need company for Riley. So about a year later, we went to North Shore Animal League and just picked up Jake. He's a pointer lab mix, so he's a little larger.
0: For your next pair, this is hilarious. You went way big and way little, so tell us a little bit about Rue and Echo.
2: So then when I went to college, I lasted one year without a dog. And in my summer into sophomore year, I was actually living at our city apartment and I was begging to get a dog. So I was like, Oh, I'll just get a small dog. Like it will be a lot easier and I can easily transport her, you know, from home and the city. So I convinced them and I got her on adoptapet.com. Okay. And she is a Chihuahua-Boston Terrier mix. She's about 13 pounds. <laughs> my dad actually went with me to pick her up at the Westport, Connecticut train station. We just pulled up, and there was this huge van filled with puppies. and they Oh, just my gosh. Like, they just were like, which puppy are you getting? And, and we said, oh, the little Boston Terrier Chihuahua. And they just, like, handed us this, like, two-pound puppy uh. that was really scared, but... She clung to me, like, immediately, because I think she had no, no one else previously, really, besides her foster, uh-huh. foster She's family. adorable. Yeah, she's really cute. She's more of a baby than a dog.
0: But then so, something happened. You guys went, you supersized. What happened
2: there? Yeah, well, so then my mom, again, she always thinks every dog needs company, which I wasn't going to argue. So she, I was kind of like, I want another dog, but I don't know because I am a college student and then she was like maybe we should get another dog for Rue cuz Rue is very very shy. Okay. So I started looking, and she thought I was going to get another small dog. I wanted, like, a dog, like a real dog. So
0: no, you have to say it like this, Victoria, a dog. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: dog. So, so I found online again, adopt a a dog named Echo, which was actually, he was actually on the euthanization list. Oh. In Georgia. But he's a perfectly good dog. He has some allergies, but those were not too difficult to fix. And so now he, I have a 65 pound <laughs> dog that just turned. He's Australian Shepherd Mix, and he just turned one on the 29th.
0: I think he's part shepherd, part horse. I saw the video. He's this is a big dude. Large.
2: He may be our largest dog. Okay. He grew really fast, like a pound <laughs> every other day. Okay, Daddy, you have a son, a daughter, and now four
0: dogs. How are you handling that all, Paul?
3: Well, you know, most of the time, Victoria has her two dogs in the city, Rue and Echo, and uh, my wife and I are are very happy that she's got that big dog. Yeah. It's protection for her. Yes, absolutely. When she's out walking these dogs at any hour, we don't even want to know the hours that she goes out walking these dogs. But, you know, it's good to have a little bit of protection in a dog that can make a big, loud noise if anything happens. So we're happy about that. And then when Victoria comes home for the holidays, as she is now, she brings her dogs with her, and then we have all four. And And they get along. It's a a little hectic. They do get along. You know, I guess the older dogs uh, initially are a little bit sad to give up the privacy that they have, and they get all the attention. Then they have to share it with these two younger whippersnappers. But eventually, (laughs) you know, by the end of the first day, they're all used to each other and they're all out in the backyard playing together. Victoria's younger dogs young up our dogs, gives oh, good. them a little bit more energy, and I think our dogs give Victoria's dogs a little bit more maturity. It's a fun little. to watch them all together.
0: That's blending, man. You've got the trouble and the bass going there, right?
3: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> Yeah. We're on yeah we call that EQing in my business.
0: Oh, EQing, okay. Yes, all right.
3: yes. That's trouble and bass for you layman. Okay, Lay well like I said, black
0: you. and spiel. Not a big career goal on that one. Well but, you uh, know,
3: you could, you if you learn Marimba too, then you can say I'm a mallet player.
0: Oh, there you go. I got to go now. I got to go do my mallet lessons. Yeah, (laughs)
3: we'll practice your mallets. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, let's talk about you guys. I mean, you are part of this. This is the fourth annual Celebrate Shelter Pets Day, which was earlier in December. And how did you guys get part of this Meet My Shelter Pet online video series? I know it's kind of neat. It's with the Humane Society of the United States, the Maddie's Fund, and the Ad Council. So tell us a little bit about how the two of you got to be part of this campaign, which I think think is possum pardon the pun but it is it's great
2: i'm always kind of just looking for things to do and so i am very very passionate about animal rescue and it's kind of grown as i keep adopting more and more dogs Uh-oh, i
3: don't i don't know if I like <laughs> did you hear that,
2: that dad <laughs> so we'll see i'm okay. done for now
3: okay yeah. all right
2: <laughs> so we actually just seeked out you know saying, this is our story, we have four adopted dogs, and we came upon the shelter Pet Project, which is just perfect for us, because it's a media-related project we like, and... It spreads awareness about animal adoption and like puts down that the idea that you can't get as good a dog at a at a shelter as you can at a breeder.
0: Right. It's the mantra: adopt, don't shop. Right.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, I have uh, two dogs and two cats. They came from the streets to the shelter, and I'm laughing, Victoria, because I'm like you. I have a little dog who's 11 pounds, a little terrier, Bichon, Poodle. Who's your mama? Who's your daddy? Dog named Cleo. <laughs> wow. And then I have a big husky golden retriever mix, so I vacuum a lot, named Chipper. Yeah, me too. So oh, yeah, you got it right. Well, yeah, and so the <laughs> two of them actually are part of the SoCal surf dogs. We surf and raise money for shelters. And I got to wow. say, the little one, we have to put weights on her surfboard, but she was one of the 17 dogs on that surfboard that raised $72,000 for our local shelter.
3: Isn't that fantastic?
0: I can't believe it. I mean, I'm from the Midwest, Chicago, and I have two surfboards in my garage, Paul and Victoria, and I don't surf. They're for my friggin' dogs. Isn't that fantastic? (laughs) Well, where do the dogs surf? Oh, and uh, we're in San Diego County, so we've got three different beaches that are dog-friendly. Plus, up in Orange County, there's Huntington Dog Beach. So, we've got Imperial, Coronado, and then Del Mar. And uh, it's it's really neat. I'm like you guys. It's like they really like it, and it's doing some good. And, you know, I don't look the hottest in a wetsuit. That's why I stick way there. And I'm the one who checks the waves and pushes the dogs towards shore. And they love it. I mean, they love it. So, maybe we'll have to teach if you guys ever come out this way we'll have to teach your youngsters how to surf
2: Echo's the only one that's been in an ocean before okay (laughs) well
0: let's talk a little bit so you guys had this really great uh, video and we're going to post the link on the show and it starts off with paul tickling the ivories on the piano and then you guys are on the couch and all four all four including big echo (laughs) join you it was a great (laughs) little video i really enjoyed it so tell me how that was that done in your house paul
3: Yes, that's right. Uh, one of the times when Victoria was home, we had all four dogs, and uh, the people from the Humane Society came over with a crew, and they just they spent all afternoon with us, observing us with the dogs, shooting us. And the dogs were, as you saw, we, we'd sit on the couch of dogs climbing all over us, and uh-huh. we were talking about what was good about adopting pets. And uh, we all had a great time. And then they said, can you just play the piano and maybe improvise something that we could use as the soundtrack for this uh, PSA? And so that's what I did. And uh, I think they did a really nice job of it. Oh, I think so, too. Yes, thank you. And it really is a sort of a window into the experience of adopting shelter pets and how nicely it can all work out.
0: Hey, folks, we're listening to Paul Schaefer and his daughter, Victoria. They are part of a new campaign that is being funded by the Hallow Pet Foundation, and it's in conjunction with the Humane Society of the United States, Maddie's Fund, and the Ad Council. It is, I want you to all to dash over to theshelterpetproject.org after this show and find out more details. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. and we come back, we're going to find out what life is like on the David Letterman Talk Show with the one- one and only paul schaefer and maybe you victoria maybe you might be on as one of your dogs might have a stupid pet trick to showcase i don't know we'll find out so everybody just sit and stay we'll be right back
3: stay sit
1: time for a walk on the red carpet of course all behave will be back in a flash right after these messages
0: Pause up! I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent-pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? <laughs> Right, Murphy? And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding.
1: Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet
2: Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio, where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets.
1: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden.
0: Welcome back to the OBHAVE show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host Arden Moore. I'm having a great time. We have Paul and Victoria Schaefer in the house, and they yeah. are here as part of the Shelter Pet Project. And we couldn't do this show without letting a little bit about Paul's background. I was going on uh, Google and everywhere else. And my gosh, here's the thing. My producer knew this because he writes music. It's Rainin' Men with Paul Girara. You wrote that number one hit. Amazing. Yes,
3: yes thank you very much. Uh, this was back in the early 80s. Paul Gerrara was a songwriter who uh, wrote uh, Last Dance for Donna oh, Summer. Really? And That's- won an Academy Award for it. And after he had won that Oscar, I got a call from him. I had worked for him in the studios Uh, before that. He said, I've got a great title that I'd like you to write with me. What do you think about It's Raining Man? And I said, I'll be right over. (laughs) <laughs> Good in, for you. Yeah, we wrote it in one afternoon, and it's uh, just amazing how that song—the the kind of legs that that song has—it really makes the legs on Echo and Rue look like you know amateur <laughs> land because it has. It's lasted all this time. It's an it's an awful lot of fun for me. So thank you for bringing it up.
0: No, I I love that song. And when you were growing up, Victoria, what song did you like best of your dad's?
2: Uh, I would probably have to say that one. Well, really? Well, you know,
3: I'm not, it's the only song I ever wrote. Well, oh, well, one! I wrote the theme of the Letterman show, which my accountant enjoys very much. But uh, <laughs> it's aside from that, it's raining men. Really, is the only song I, I I've ever written. So uh, mostly, I love to play the piano. So well, one hit wonder,
0: I, man! One hit wonder. That's, that's me. Not a bad... One hit
3: wonder. Hey, that's not but, bad.
0: Now, Victoria,
2: do you play any musical instruments? I don't. I've tried playing several instruments, but I've given up before. I've actually became good at it. <laughs> so I just sing occasionally. I took singing lessons for a bit, and my dad and I will do a little duet occasionally.
3: Oh, yeah. And you know what? She's being much too modest because she is a virtuostic ukulele player, and, oh. and she accompanies herself. She sings and accompanies herself on the ukulele, and uh, it's very impressive to me. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I see what I mean. She's very modest.
2: <laughs> That's
0: okay. That's why we got the proud papa on the show. And, That's and right. You're you're going to college now, Victoria. What's your what interest? Yes. Were you studying?
2: I am a theater and culture and media studies major.
0: Nice, nice.
2: In Manhattan, yes. <laughs> it's a good school. It's fun and not the traditional college experience, which I like. No. And tell yeah.
3: tell Arden what you want to do. What what your ambition is, Victoria.
2: I want to be a, a host, a talk oh, show good. host.
0: I think you've got your papa here to help you out a little bit because he knows what it's like to be part of a show for over 31 years, right?
3: That's right. I I think we may be up to 32 years, but that's the funny thing. You know, Victoria grew up. I would take her to the Letterman show rehearsals in a stroller when she was just a little thing. Oh
0: my gosh, oh my gosh.
3: And uh, so her experience is you get a show and it lasts 32 years. (laughs) (laughs) There's your goal, Victoria. (laughs) Yeah, it's not really the way it always works. I'm just, you're so lucky and blessed to have gotten this job. I hope Victoria's is lucky.
0: I have a feeling it's in the gene pool, because you guys sound like you're hard workers and you get things done and you've got a lot of talents. I mean, congratulations on being you know, you're born in Canada, and yes. you've got your own star on the Walk of Fame, but I think for the folks that may not be too familiar, you got the Canada's highest civilian honor. Tell us about that.
3: That's right. They have something called the Order of Canada, and the best way I can describe it is, remember when the Beatles, well, if anybody's old enough to remember.
0: Oh, I am. The, I am. In dog Beatles years, I'm awards,
3: 10. The Beatles got MBEs, you know, Masters of the British Empire, mm-hmm. and uh, some people were outraged, and they sent theirs back. So, this is the Canadian version of that. I hope people didn't send theirs back when I got mine but yes, it is the, the highest civilian honor and um uh, what can I say? I'm so honored. I signify it by the little snowflake that I wear on my lapel every night on the letterman show that's uh, oh. that tells ev- that tells everybody that i'm a i am a uh a member of the uh, Order of Canada.
0: All right, I'm going to take a quicker peek on my high def next time on the talk show. Yeah,
3: please do, please do. So,
0: (laughs) what's it like with uh, David? You guys have been buds for a long, long time, and I know you filled in when he was under the weather, so you were actually able to host a show once, right?
3: I got to host it twice actually. Nice. Uh, One time, yeah, when he was ill for a few weeks, and uh, he had a lot of different guest hosts, and the other time was when his son was born, and he couldn't make it in, and I hosted it that night too. And boy do I ever have an appreciation for what he does? People say to me, oh, your job is so hard. My job is a breeze compared to what he does because he carries that whole show on his shoulders every single night.
1: There's nothing
3: like it. He has been the greatest boss for me. We were just, uh, Victoria and I, her brother and my wife were at his Christmas party, which was a beautiful affair, and I played the piano a little bit, and he's been absolutely terrific to me.
0: Now, does he have any pets, he and his wife? Do they have any pets?
3: Yes, Uh they've got a dog, which he named Sully, I think (laughs) maybe after the pilot's uh, uh, Sullenberger. Oh, yeah. who landed the plane in the Hudson River that time. What a great! And uh, we saw the dog yesterday. The dog was absolutely partying with the rest of us, and he talks about this dog all the time on The Letterman Show.
0: Hey, Victoria, what kind of dog is Sully, and what's your take on Sully?
2: He is really well-trained. He's a large, yellow Labrador retriever. Yesterday he was wearing Christmas pajamas.
0: Oh, really? He's going topless
2: at a party? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. So you liked him? Yeah, so he's really good. Actually, they said they might be getting another dog.
0: Well, you know, it's like Noah's Ark with you guys. you got to pair them up, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's
0: right. Now, has, has Sully
2: ever met the uh, fine foursome you guys have? No, never. Okay, That's a treat
3: that we all have in our future.
2: I tried to invite them for a play date, but they're very busy right now. Yeah. I just
0: wonder what would have happened if you showed up to David Letterman's Christmas party with all four. Of your entourage. You'd have a puppy
3: party. There would
2: be no food left at the party. Oh, is that's that true? Okay, that's true. That's right. what
3: would happen. But David is very pro-animal himself. Right. Uh, I like to mention that our makeup lady, uh, the late, great Michelle O'Callaghan, used to bring her dog every day to work, uh-huh. and the dog would sit quietly at the base of our makeup chairs, and while she was making us up, uh, while Michelle was making us up, her dog would just be sitting there as good as gold. Oh, and that's And we all sweet. remember that's it so well.
0: Well, we tribute to them both. That's great. You have some interesting trivia here, and you can tell me... Fact or Fiction, did you turn down the, the role of George Costanza on Seinfeld?
3: Well, you know, I'm not sure if it would have been exactly George Costanza, but I got a call back in the earlier days of Letterman in the 80s, and this mm-hmm. was before I had any help. You know, I have somebody now to, to answer my correspondence and things like that and take calls, but in the early days, I had nobody, and a call came through, Jerry Seinfeld wants you to be his sidekick on a new show that he's doing. You don't even have to read for it. You you just tell us if you want the part. So I figured it probably would have been George. Yeah. Um, And I just, I was so busy, and I was just so overwhelmed, and I said to myself, Jerry Seinfeld, what kind of a show could he possibly have? (laughs) And, you know, well, P.S., you know, the most beloved show in the history of television, that's what kind of show he could have. I never even called back. Oh, my goodness. I. (laughs) So, you know, you can't have regrets, but who knows? I might have been George Costanza.
0: Well, I'm glad you're Paul Schaefer, and, and I also applaud you for last year being part of the uh, Hurricane Sandy relief, the concert. I guess you and Adam Sandler kind of spearheaded that, right?
3: Well, that was a great honor. I don't know if we spearheaded it. Adam called me up. A- Adam was one of many performers on the show. A lot of the great classic rock performers, Paul McCartney, the Rolling Stones, I could go on and on, and all the wonderful groups that were on that show, and, and, and a few uh, comedic acts as well. And Adam, uh, Adam and I, it had a lot of success at the uh, the 911 show, the great concert for New York. Right,
0: I remember uh, which,
3: that. Uh, he performed with me on piano, and he called and he said, uh, "You know, let's try it again." And Excellent. so we sang uh, his lyric. He sang, and I, I got to sing a little bit too. His special lyrics about Hurricane Sandy, and boy, it were, uh, that was a great honor.
0: And Victoria, I know it's interesting, you know, when you live with somebody that everybody knows and sees on TV, but what's something about your dad that you really, really admire as a daughter about her dad? A
2: lot of things. I mean, he is very understanding. That's one. Yay! (laughs) He's funny. He's nice. He's really nice to all my friends. They all love him. And that's good quality because then you want him around more.
3: Thank you very much, Victoria. You know, we, she, she mentioned uh, a little earlier in this interview, uh, we spent a year living together in the city. Well, I would be kind of half and half up here in Westchester with my son and wife, and then half the time in the city with Victoria. Boy, we had a lot of fun. And she's a great cook.
1: She oh. cook
3: For me, I mean, it was, uh, I was so sorry to, to lose her when she got her own apartment in the city. But the truth is, our apartment started getting overrun by dogs because <laughs> she started fostering besides the... Rue, who she had at the time, she started fostering dogs at that time. And before I knew it, I couldn't move around the apartment. And much as I loved the dogs, I said, Victoria, time for you to get your own apartment.
0: Right. Well, Victoria, what's your favorite
2: dish you like to make your dad? He likes fish like salmon or tilapia. So I would say those are popular. She's fantastic.
3: She's a fantastic cook. Well, she can do anything. Basically, my daughter can do anything.
0: You guys are part of this campaign where we're really trying to encourage people to adopt dogs and cats from shelter. It's part of the Meet My Shelter Pet series. Let's go first. Victoria, what is something that you've learned by being part of this campaign that you'd like to tell everybody, all millions of people listening to the show right now?
2: Well, when you adopt a shelter pet, they know that you've saved their life, and that's a relationship that you're not going to find anywhere else, at least not easily. So by adopting a pet, really, you're getting a -a once-in-a-lifetime relationship with an animal that is very, very thankful and knows that you've done this for them.
0: Well said. And Paul, what about you, and how have dogs changed your life?
3: Well, specifically uh, the shelter pets or the adopted pets that we have. They have the most wonderful personalities, and they rub off on each other. Our first two dogs, Riley was a sort of a sweet, cuddly dog. Uh, Jake was a little bit hyper. You know, he is a pointer after all. He's a natural hunter. But when the two dogs get together, they sort of even each other out. Uh, Riley becomes a little bit more energetic. Jake becomes a little bit more relaxed. And perhaps that's a metaphor for the way uh, people can get along, pick up each other's best qualities. I've certainly observed it in our dogs, and I just can't say enough about uh, the the sweetness of the kind of dogs that you can find by adopting. Can't say enough about it uh, and really thrilled to be a part of this shelter pet project.
0: And I do want everybody to dash over to theshelterpetproject.org after the show. You're going to find more details. You're going to see the wonderful online video featuring Paul and Victoria Schaefer and all four in the house. Riley, Jake, Rue, and Echo, 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 Echo. So everybody, I'm delighted that we've had Paul and Victoria Schaefer in the house on the show. They're doing what you all need to hear and that is adopt, don't shop. Go to theshelterpetproject.org and find more details. It was Great to hear more about Riley, Jake, Grew, and Echo. And I also, at this time, salute my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show and every show on the Pet Life Radio Network happen each and every week. We're also on iHeartRadio now, so tune in. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, Behave! Pause up! I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent-pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? Right, Murphy? And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding.